morning. Happy Saturday. Welcome to another edition of the Northland Sports Page. Brian Prudhomme here with you. I've always got one Dave with me, Dave Cook. That's always fun, but if one Dave is fun, I can only imagine what two Daves will be. Oh, wait, I don't have to imagine because Dave Hoops is with us too. Happy Saturday. Happy Hoopla. Hoopla 6 at Hoops Brewing. All day today getting underway, hopefully now, but really the festivities really kick off in about an hour. Welcome, Dave Cook, of course. Welcome, Dave Hoops. Let's start with Mr. Hoops. Happy Hoopla, my friend. Oh, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me in. And yes, six years, it's, well, pretty hard to believe. I was going to say, how does that feel? Does it sink in for you? Because Dave and I, as many people know, make a big deal out of our November show anniversary. We will turn six as well. And we'll look back and say that first show was a doozy. That's the nice way to put it. Doozy. But we will talk about, you know, trial and error situations that we've had, but bask in the fact that we're still kicking. How do you reflect on six years, just the initial thoughts? Well, first of all, I've been on the show for, you know, almost Almost the entirety, right? Yeah, that's, I'm really honored by that. Um, I break it in segments, really the first three years, you know, the first year, year and a half was, you know, 85 hour weeks and me really not knowing what I was doing. Uh, Hiring really well. That would be probably my legacy. Surround yourself with a good team. Yep, and then it's like um, the presidential cabinet of breweries. Yeah, right nice. about when we um, when we had our all four wheels spinning fast and really I was feeling pretty good, bulletproof like a dummy. Uh, that would have been the tw- summer of 2019. That was the salad days. Sure, and then that was right into pre you know March of COVID, and then it was a couple of years that you know we'll just skip over. How about that? I was going to say, you survived what seemed to be impossible, but you did well with it and yeah. still kicking. So happy to have Hoopla 6 because I'm sure there were times where 4 and 5 seemed a little iffy with COVID. It, they did, but you know, I'm I'm an eternal optimist. You so are. My That's why we bring default. you on a Minnesota sports show. We yep. need that. Right. I'm a realist. I'm honest about how things are, but I w- always looked up and now this year has been quite nice. And, you know, we're coming into really starting, you know, late May around, you know, Memorial Day. Things have been pretty good. And like last night, for example, crappy night, cool concert, tons of people having fun. And then going into today, Hoopla, it, it's going to be great. Absolutely. So we will talk a lot about Hoopla. We will talk a lot about Minnesota sports. The Minnesota Twins, believe it or not, had a winning week from Saturday to Saturday. Dave Cook, I was just telling you, wow. it didn't necessarily feel that way. They do continue to lead the American League Central. I will say that leading the Central is a little bit like being ahead of me in a 5K, but I don't want to discuss that race right away. I want to go back to Dave Hoops and discuss your race from last week because we didn't get to, but the first thing you told me on the way in today was you had a heck of a run last Saturday and we were excited to talk to you about it. And then the phone said, the hell you will. So we'll talk to you about it today. Well, um, I felt like, you know, 19 years ago, I ran it and set a PR. Right. It's kind of weird because I'm kind of an old guy now. (laughs) And then I ran it last weekend after training like crazy. And, you know, guess what? Uh, that works. I, you know, who knew? And uh, it was a beautiful day. It was around 60 the whole day. Um, just I had a really nice run, good, steady pace. I was like seven seconds from start to finish. And I followed a couple who were just about the perfect pace setters and friendly. And the next thing I know, the best thing that happened is I, I did finish and, and I beat what in my head I didn't tell people what I wanted to beat and I thought I beat it by like 20 seconds well my chip time was like three minutes faster sure so I was really happy so yeah I feel pretty decent about it and um you know I hope to be continue to do this kind of stuff absolutely you've already broke the news that you'll be running again you're gonna have whistle stop on your next uh, runner's itinerary so good for you 
Of course, my favorite moment, even though we didn't get to talk to you, was talking to Dave Cook about the race because in show prep, I was like, well, we got to make sure, you know, we focus on hoops and the half marathon. That's going to be a fun conversation. I said half marathon. <laughs> Dave said, oh, yeah, we got to find out what hoops his time was in the half mile. And I said, six blocks. I, I think his time will be pretty impressive. So I guess if you break it down into small increments like that, you can survive a, a long race. Yeah, it's a lot of thinking, though, if you're cutting it down by every uh, every half mile. Uh, this is what I'm doing now. You'd be thinking a lot every six blocks. But to go back to the twins segue, maybe that's your game because you've said to me how many times you can't judge a baseball season by all these seven-game week-long increments, but that's how I do it because it's a weekly show. How have they done from 10 a.m. Saturday of a week ago to 10.06 Saturday now? Maybe that's the way Minnesota sports needs to be because we judge lack of championships in such a big way yeah. to an annoying level. Yeah. Do we need to break it down into, hey, we were pretty good this week. Let's just leave it at that. Maybe I'm saying that because the eternal optimist is right to my right. Well, you just nailed the NFL, right? You're worried about what you did during the week. So last Sunday we did this. You worry about it all week until Sunday, and then you do it again. So maybe we are a football uh, community. Well, I was going to say, did football do that? Did sports do that? Did social media do that? Because every sport now, and baseball shouldn't, but every sport now has the what have you done for me lately? It's Janet Jackson theme song for every sport. The knee-jerk reaction to every game is ridiculous. Well, I think you and I talked about it on our trip back We last sure did. Week. Um, By the way, if you ever want extra shows, we're only on once a week. But I <laughs> dare anybody to take a road trip with us. Yeah, right. John there. Carlson, happy 70th yesterday. He can vouch for this. He's heard us do a show basically in a vehicle, plan a show in a vehicle. If you wonder where do these topics, where do these ideas come from, Send us to the cities or further, and right. you've got sports banter galore. Right. So here's here's the thing, and and Dave, you might remember this. Baseball used to be uh, really, uh, you know, a owner who you know that was his his baby was the baseball team. Every and then George Steinbrenner came in, and George Steinbrenner was a football guy, and so baseball turned in turned away from this casual fun thing to blood and guts every week. Right. The Yankees in the early seventies through and you know, until they started winning again, it was just bloodbath after bloodbath. And even when they started to win, they, you know, George would do silly things all the time. Like I don't like this manager, fire him, right. a new one. Ask Billy Martin about weeks. that. Well, Billy Martin and stick Michaels were swapping in and out like twice in a year. Well, and at least it fit in New York because I watched MLB network this morning because baseball nerd alert. I do that almost every day. But one of the headlines at six 30 this morning was, is it time to panic in New York? And they touched on both the Yankees and the Mets. And full disclosure, the Mets for that payroll are terrible. But time to panic in New York for the Yankees, who are six games over 500. And we're in Minnesota going, six games over 500. We need to win five straight to do that. Yeah, right. And, well, I told you I got a question online this week, and it said, how do you fix the Yankees? How do you make the Yankees a winning program? And it was like, you guys are six games over 500 in a competitive uh, division, I right. think you're okay. Of course, you know what the operative but, word in that statement is. It's six because it's hoopla six. We'll get back to that. Go ahead. We, we suggested to them to trade Aaron Judge, and that wasn't well received. But I told you last night what my suggestion was, and that was to the White Sox for two starting pitchers who are in the rotation, Lewis Roberts and a couple of minor league guys, because the White Sox are dumb. They'll make that kind of trade, and it turns the Yankees into a World Series contender. And Minnesota can continue to complain because now Aaron Judge will be the American Correct. League Central. Correct. So all's well that ends well in even the negative and sense. And the White Sox stay 500 or less. Right, so the Yankees are six games over, and six is the operative number with Hoopla 6 today. Dave Hoops, I'm going to put you on the spot. We have lists of six as a theme today. 
I'm curious in no particular order. I'm not going to make you rank them because this is very much on the spot. Do you have six favorite beers that you've created over the six years? Could you limit it to just six? Well, I, that's a great question. And I get that um, one for one. Well, I get it constantly. I should quit now. It's been a great show. See you next week. No, go ahead. You're very good. Um, you know, thousands of times people ask me what my favorite beer is. And, you know, my my stock answer is the one I'm holding, of course. Right. And the next one is, well, do you have favorite children? Well, not that you'll admit. Um, but He does make beers for both. We yes. know the answer to both of those two things. Yes. We were been sworn not to say. Um, but I do. Yeah, I got a favorite son and a favorite daughter. It's easy. Um, but, um, <laughs> that is well played. Something tells me you've answered that question before. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. I do easily have um, six favorite beers. I don't. I can run. Do them you care off to share them? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Um, I want to see if I match with you on any because I've got six. Okay. Well, you know, I guess I'm going to just use hoops beers because yeah, I've got. That's what I hope for. Your long, creations. Yeah. yeah. The, the career I've spanned. Well, I mean, 15, 16 years at Fitgers, right? Right. Um, if you want to try any of them, they're all on tap right down there. I'm very proud of I that. I was kind of hoping you'd come to the show today, not with tea like we've all got, but you remember the first show you were ever on? You bought a big, big crawler in, and I, I haven't forgotten that. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. I was rushing this morning. That's okay. Yes, he got here at 9.56. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, well, you asked for 9.45. <laughs> I yeah. did. Um, it's so, almost like I knew. Um, so every single day it's going to be, you know, the, the flagship number 15 and I'm a, I'm a huge, huge proponent for pale ale. I constantly push it, hype it. And of course our pale ales, many would call IPAs. So, you know, that's the, the most popular beer style in America. So right. I make pale ales that, you know, can stand up. So Finn all the time, number one, number two is going to be the 65, um, my wife's birth year, um, Munich Lager, which is an ode to my favorite beer that's made in all of America, well, the world. It's in Germany. It's a beer called Heron Pills from a brewery called Kiesmann. Mm-hmm. And I make a lot of beers that are, um, you know, tribute beers. Number three is going to be my 50-50, Hefeweiss. And I just named my three favorite styles of beer. Right. Wheat, German lager, pale. And number four is going to be the, the cherry beer, 1225 Christmas. Finally beer. got one that our lists have in common. Guess where that ranked for me? Number one with a bullet. Go ahead. Well, you're, you're killing it. You're all over it. So five and six. Um, you know, five is going to be my chili beer, which is not quite as popular with the masses, but the people that like it, like it. And yep. 23 years I've been making chili beer in this town, and um, some people are happy about that. And number six is going to be number 88 for Mr. Burnsy, classic stout. I was going to say, go. everybody loves that one. I hear a lot about that one, too. Six for me, if I could do them in no particular order, although we know Cherry Ale is number one with a bullet, I've got quite the fruit beer theme going. You should just do as many of these as you can because I would start with Cherry. Raspberry Wheat is right on its heels. Uh, apple Ale is underrated. I'm going to slide that to three. Um, I had trouble. Do I put Peach Pear or do I put Elderberry at four? I went with Peach Pear because it's more consistently on your menu. Although, bring back elderberry if you can, because that was delicious. Noted. He's writing notes. I appreciate (laughs) this. I had to put Rink Rat on the list because the community likes it. I'm okay with it, but the community loves it, so it's blasphemy if I don't put it on there. And then my sixth, and it's only in sixth because I've only had two, but I told you, why did I wait so long to try this? Maybe it was because of availability, but oh my gosh, your Mexican lager. That is delicious. And today is the day that you can get a special version. We'll talk about it. We have five It's almost like I knew. Yeah. So, yeah, you killed it. Great list. Absolutely. So we are listing six today. Now, Dave Cook felt a little left out because, you know, the beer listing is not something you can necessarily do. We should have had Aaron Cook's 
six yes, he could have come. Beers. He'd have had. He's he'd a hoops regular. Ideas. Yes, he would have. Get a text. The yeah, I could. He's on the road with Dana. They might even be listening. Um, the I, I, but I have to put a shout out for their root beer. Yes, that's that's pretty thought. And, and my wife like would stout. give a shout out to the kombucha as well. It looks like stout, so I get to hang out with Dave, and people aren't thinking, "Oh, that guy's just drinking," you know, seven up, big deal. Now I can actually say, "Here we go." Absolutely. Speaking of here we go, we are going to do a sports-related list of six today. Dave Cook and I last weekend, our wives will say, well, good, because then we didn't have to deal with it. But last weekend, Dave Cook and I probably spent way too much time together between this show on Saturday and then an entire down and back in a Twins game, a loss to the Tigers last Sunday. Now they've started to redeem themselves by, of course, winning last night and hopefully taking much of this three-game series at Detroit to start a road trip in a good way. But we talked about what we what can we do for Hoopla 6? What's going to be a fun way to associate with the number six? Yeah. And I said, well, we've got four major men's sports teams. We could also include the Lynx, but they'd almost be too easy because they've got basically six seasons where they either won or made the finals. Let's stick to the four that are mainly known for struggling. And let's pick our six favorite seasons overall, not for each overall, which I thought made it harder because I could sit there, although it would be a 45-minute segment or longer, I could sit there and name six favorite twin seasons, Vikings, Wild North Stars together, Wolves, what have you. When you only get six and you group all four together, this got harder. So, Dave Cook, I'm going to let you lead. And instead of going, here's your six, here's mine, here's Dave Hoops with his six, when you bring one up, I'm just going to tell you, okay, that's on my list, that number, what have you. Or if it isn't, we can debate why you did or didn't. All right, so we're not doing the go for a run for the um – Final Four that got cut out. We're not doing the UMD Natties. We're not doing those things. I did stick to the big four. Right, now, I think good. those would be huge. That may be a whole nother show altogether. And I got a feeling that Dave Hoops will probably bring the UMD Natties in. I like that you started with the Gopher Basketball Final Four because I thought at first you were going to bring up something with Gopher Hockey. And I was going to quote what Dave Hoops says about the San Jose Sharks. Well, I won't do it because no one else cares. In this listening audience, yeah, no one else cares. No, I think the I think the greatest season nobody pays attention to is the is that Gopher uh, Final Four team because they're told not to because the NCAA said it doesn't exist. Um, I will tell you that I think the most fun season that I've had as a fan, it, fun is the word. So are you starting with number one? You're starting at number six. I'll start in the middle. I'll just pick one, right? Okay. All right. So I'm going to go with the 09 Vikings. Okay. Brett Favre coming in. Um, Adrian is prime. Uh, it was just fun. So like, wait a it minute. It was fun. Did the ultimate show prep guy not rank or write a list in order? Because you're just kind of winging it here. Correct. Because I was going to say the, the 09 Vikings are on my list at number five. Perfect. And I told you I'd start in the middle. Yeah, no, I I, I, I didn't, Brian. I didn't do any show he didn't prep do except his- for thinking. Now, this is why my wife is the teacher. Mrs. Prudholm is fantastic. Mr. Prudholm would be an epic failure because he has two students named Dave here today. One was 11 minutes later than I asked him to be, and one didn't do his homework. So well, he did his homework. I get, an F, down. I get an F for the day. The 09 Vikings did crack my list, probably a little bit low in the eyes of some at number five. Dave Hoops, did you have him on there? Those 09 Vikings, the Brett Favre Vikings, because we all disregard that second season with him. Right. Num- num- number four, but I do have something to say down the road about that Gophers basketball team. So, But yes, number four right there. All right, so the 09 Vikings, I agree. It was, it was super fun. I put them at fifth. I had season tickets to that team, and it was one of two seasons that I had season tickets. Yep. So somebody would say, well, you followed Brett Favre. Well, it looks that way, but no. In fact, I was very hesitant to maintain season tickets because of Brett Favre. Do I like this guy or not? But it was fun, and that was probably the most balanced team they ever had. 
I mean, you have Favre, you have Adrian. Defensively, you weren't bad at all. You had Jared Allen in the Williams wall. Your secondary wasn't embarrassing. Cedric Griffin, who people forget, was pretty good. Antoine Winfield was very good. Greenway and Lieber were both linebackers on that team. You didn't rely on, you know, one or two things, and if that was gone, you were screwed. That was a very good team. Longwell was your kicker. I will always say that that team was better than 98 because those are the two seasons that stick out. Player for player, I'll take that team. But the star power on the other one was better for me because if you want to just stay with the Vikings, I had two make my list. Five was 09, four was 98. I put 98 just a sliver ahead. See, the the 98 team for me isn't as fun because when they started, there was no excitement. I mean, Moss was a rookie. And I know what you think about rookies. We were all there with Moss. You know, at that point, Randy Moss was the kid we drafted from a 1AA school because he failed at Notre Dame and failed at Florida State. So what in the world are we getting? Well, about halfway through the season, it turned into, you know, this is great. When we ran Jacksonville, well, um, that yeah, was kind running of the, Jacksonville was towards the end. I think it was the Monday night at Green Bay when Dan yeah. Deardorff, who doesn't like anything about the Minnesota Vikings, went, whoa, this might be the best wide receiver ever. And then we the the um, yeah, that game, that team became amazing. Yeah. The 09 team was fun. The only thing I disagree with is that piece, because I think 98 was fun because, well, mainly because maybe I was 19 years old. So my definition of fun was probably different, but it was fun in the sense that it was a video game. They didn't necessarily beat you player for player. They didn't grind you to a halt like other teams could. They said, oh, crap, we're behind, throw it deep. And that was fun, and they yep. did it successfully. Yep. That's the thing. We just talked about how balanced and how good the 9 team was, and I think player for player they are. But find me somebody who wouldn't take Moss and Carter over Sidney Rice and Bernard Berrien. That, Correct. that was the difference. You're obviously going to take Adrian over Robert Smith as much as I love Smith. You're going to take Favre over the ghost of Randall Cunningham. But the way that they were able to just go score whenever was fun. The other thing that was fun, but it was weird, every game except for the one they lost wasn't close. Mm-hmm. How strange was it to be like, we're smoking this team. I can go home now or turn it off if I want to. We didn't, but you could have. Yeah, that's the one game that, that Denny, like, I don't know. I'll say chickened out, but it's the wrong. It's- I was going to say, they lost the one game in the regular season and the one game in the playoffs, and those were the only ones where teams were close it, to him. If you can hang like, around, you might win. It's like he lost his fastball in the playoffs, right? Because he didn't just go for the jugular on that Falcons team. He played football. Instead, he, you know, you kind of waited the whole game. You kind of waited for them to say, screw it. We're going to put 14 up and, and be done. And then he never took those shots. Right. So they were number four on my list. The 09 Vikings were number five. I got to think the 98 Vikings made your list somewhere. You're a big Randy Moss guy. Nope. No. Wow. Wow. Just because of the epic disappointment? Um, well, a little bit. So I lived in San Francisco for four victories by the Niners. Um, not a hater, but not a fan. Although okay. I, I, I can see how a city celebrates in winning four Super Bowls in a 12-year period. And so all my friends were rather than losing me. four in a sixty-year period. Yeah, so I twelve-year period for what happened. Right, I spent the whole season watching every game with a big crew, and you know was so confident and so happy about everything. And I'm not a hater or figuring that you know he's Morton's gonna Gary's gonna miss that. Right, Gary. Right? Morton wanted Gary didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, so no, they didn't make it because I have some oddballs on my list. So, no. All right, excellent. So let's go down the oddball route first because Dave and I are doing what we call good radio turn bad radio, and I go, yep, I have that too. What do you have that might be off the beaten path? Well, I I do have the Gophers because um, I lived in San Francisco then, and just like Connecticut this year, I picked the Gophers to win it all. And nobody, you know, I just got laughed at. 
And of course, they made the final four, and Clem was doing his thing. And I realize it's not real, and it doesn't count, and it matters. But it should. Well, it matters a lot more to me than all the Gopher hockey victories. Sorry. But um, that was just a... Yeah, no, no, no. I I felt it right here. I was going to say, most everything in sports matters to me more than Gopher hockey victories, but go ahead. So, yeah, they're on my list. And then um, the other, uh, probably oddball, is for me when I was growing up, you know, summer was the twins. Summer was listening to the games, riding my bike, going to the pool. 77... Mr. 388, the guy yeah. I always pick number one every time we talk. That, I yeah. will never forget that summer. That's interesting yes, how that an individual can make a fun season because you think about, you know, Kirby won the batting title. It was either 88 or 89, and the Twins didn't do anything in those seasons. Kirby actually won it hitting 339, hit 356 the year before, and Wade Boggs still existed, so he didn't win. So I always think of the team season, but yes, you can absolutely rally around an individual with the 77 Twins because – no brainer. Although maybe the 91 debate is, is prevalent. Number one on my list was 10 years from 1977. I had the 87 twins as number one. 91 was a better series. 91 was probably a more fun team to use the phrase you used on the 09 Vikings, but there's something about being first. The Holy cow a Minnesota team actually finished the job, you know, apologies to the Minneapolis Lakers, but this hasn't happened on the men's side and it hasn't happened since, unfortunately, since the two twins titles, but something about the Twins being the first championship in 87, I'm going to guess that wouldn't have been number one for you because of who they beat. No, that had the, the Cardinals series had nothing to do with the 87 team. The 87 team came out of nowhere. That wasn't a very good team. That was one of those teams that got hotter than a pistol at the end uh, and actually had really fortuitous matchups as far as home and away. I agree with you, but doesn't the same set of circumstances apply to 91? Because they were in fourth in June. Yeah. And they went on a 15-game win streak to get in first. And I don't know how you come further out of nowhere than finishing last the year before. But I'll I'll tell you that the 91 team had players that felt like they were winners, right? That, that, uh, 80, Did they? Sure. Morris was there. Erickson went on a 12-game winning streak. Erickson was a rookie. No way he felt like a winner. No, but during the season he sure did. He sure did. He went twelve and zero in a period in a period of time. I mean, they had the eighty seven. Or if he team, wasn't a rookie, he was in his second year because Nobby was rookie of the year. Yeah, the eighty seven team had uh, Frank Viola, who was very good, and then a very old Burt Blylevin and cross your fingers. But you had four guys go for thirty plus in the home run department. Hundred percent. Herbeck Puckett, guy Eddie Bernanski, who but, had been there since the abyss of eighty two. But welcome to the Minnesota Twins. Hitting has never been the problem. True. And so the fact that they had 30 home run guys was great, but this team was bad before and they hit a lot of home runs. This team needed to pitch to win, and the key guy in that whole 87 team was Reardon. They brought in a guy who, when they got to the eighth inning, they were like, okay, we got this. And uh, so the, the 87 team had no expectations and got all the way, but we're talking about the whole season. Right. And so the whole season for the 87 team was fun. But the, the win was fantastic. The 91 team I had a more vested interest in. I was excited for that team. I think we all did, partly because we all got a little bit older, and I think we get a little more invested as we get older, although you're way more impressionable as a kid. I remember in detail just as much, if not more, of a World Series taking place when I was eight as the one four years later when I was 12. Now, maybe that's not entirely true because the 91 series, whether or not you had a dog in the fight, to me is still the best World Series in baseball, period. There hasn't been a better one. There have been others that have gone seven. Not like that, though, with the last at-bat finishes, extra innings. Who the heck is Jerry Willard, who won one of those games with a sack fly for Atlanta? Gene Larkin is the hero that, even in Minnesota, doesn't get talked about enough. 
So it's fun to debate those two teams because you can't lose. Quite frankly, we did 98 and 09 Vikings. I had them at 4-5. 87 and 91 Twins, I had them at 1-2. So you're only missing my number three and my number six so far. See, my guess is that the number three is the 4 Timberwolves. It is. Um, Are you looking? Nope. I said I'm a bad teacher. Am I letting you cheat off my paper? Nope, because... There's only a few Timberwolves seasons that you can say, "Oh my gosh, that was fantastic!" Yeah. And since that's the one they got, they they got as far as they did. Uh, but are you one, surprised I put it as high as third? Because I, I am easily, a surprised I easily could have put the two Vikings team we talked about ahead of it because football's king. The NFL is a bigger deal. But I just love basketball, and the Vikings plenty of times have been good, not great. The Timberwolves went from my goodness, why do we have a basketball team to? Sam Cassell's here. Spreewell's here. Garnett's the next big thing in the NBA. This team's got a real shot. And well, then Sam and, Cassell said, just kidding, I can't go, and neither could they. And and Garnett was, and and you can argue, is the most important player in Minnesota sports history. And so when he was when he was so in, right, on that team, and the just the whole angst of all the losing beforehand yeah. came out. I mean, those are the sort of things that make things memorable. And that's why that team, you could see Garnett was getting a taste of winning, and he went after it. Now, I have to go to Dave Hoops on this because with a guy who loves hockey and doesn't necessarily love basketball but enjoys it and has a last name like Hoops, would you have had the Wolves anywhere? Because Dave Cook is absolutely right. He said a few, I'd even argue one, season in the NBA that you could say mattered in Minnesota post-Minneapolis Lakers. Um, I like basketball too, but, you know, it's number six, maybe on the list of great sports. Um, no, 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 um, not on my top six. And the Twins were number three, eighty-seven. Okay, so I, I'm in that, did ninety-one get on there? Uh, yeah, it did. Um, but really, my number one is hockey. So when we get there, which uh, well, go ahead. Yeah, you, you've teased it well. Which Cause season? Because I, I have one hockey season on, and I even I had four honorable mentions. So I made basically a top ten list and, and let the six lie where they may. And I have four honorable mentions. But among mine, I have one hockey honorable mention and one hockey that made it as number six. So you've got hockey as number one. Go ahead. Yeah, and I don't have an NBA season in there, so to answer that question. But um, there's a good reason for this. You know, obviously, 91 stars. Um, you know, you got Bellows. you got Madonna, you've got an amazing team. You've got the controversy going on. You have arguably the greatest player ever. Uh, it's always going to be Wayne. There's no discussion. It's like this whole And they took that team to the woodshed somehow. Yeah. Well, Mario did it all by himself. It was a beautiful thing to watch um, in, in some ways. But, of course, it gave me the greatest team in the history of hockey called the San Jose Sharks. So you knew I'd get in there somehow. I was going to say, there is a segue into it. And it is odd that, you know, Minnesota, the North Stars en route to the finals, you know, dispatched of Wayne with relative ease and then, you know, could have taken out Mario, too. And you would have thought, wow, what a what a way to get your first cup. But Mario said, hold my beer yeah. on Hoopla Six Day and really, you know, took matters into his own hands, as you said. That was the honorable mention for me, and I talked to you about that season a number of times. And it's so good for Minneapolis and Minnesota in general because 91 was just magical. The Super Bowl with Mark Rippon was here. The Twins won the World Series here. The Stanley Cup Finals were here. I believe the, the final, final four, four was here. Yeah. Yeah. So Minneapolis was sports mecca for a while. I just couldn't put it in the top six. I'd bring it up next year for Hoopla 7 because it would have been seventh because getting to a Stanley Cup Finals, being on the cusp of a championship should be good enough. But as screwed up as we think the playoff format is now, it was screwed up then too. The North Stars were really, really bad. They had a really good run, but that was a really bad team. Mm -hmm. The thing about that team was the star power on that team. That team 
Yeah, that Dave just Ma- touched on it with yeah. Bellows, Madano, yep, Gagne, yep. and so that, Bobby Smith. That team was fun to watch because of that. And I, again, I was a little bit more impressionable, so I was super excited for that. The uh, the team that is on there, the year that's on there that I loved, and it's not the greatest season in the world. Didn't end in a championship. Ended in one of the greatest moments in my sports life. Uh, is the Flip Saunders return season? Oh wow! The so you have um, two NBA seasons on your and, list, and and that's the cat first year, the cat draft year. Uh, you had is that the Garnett return too? Garnett returned at the end to bring fire. Um, Wiggins was there. That was when Levine started to figure it out, and that team was so much promise. And then Garnett came in to bring in the history, and that team to me was. That year to me was, I know they didn't finish it, right? But right. that was a magic team. Well, that's the thing is that's what makes this fun. Because if we were, say, Boston Sports Radio or New York or San Francisco, what have you, we could have just listed, well, here's six years we have titles, and I guess we have to debate these. It's more fun, heavy on the air quotes, in Minnesota when you've got so many teams that fell short because you don't have hoisting the trophy to you know put them above. You do with the two Twins teams. That's why they're one, two on my yeah, list. Yeah. But these others, you have to say – you know, horseshoe style, how close is close enough to be that good. I had one hockey season make the top six, and it was when the Wild got shut down eventually by J.S. Jaguar. And it was the newness of the Wild. I feel like there was a whole new generation of fans. There was certainly carryover from the North Stars, but the Wild brought brand new excitement. Mm -hmm. But there was still kind of a who the bleep are these guys. And I think that's how the national media took them. When Andrew Brunette beats Patrick Waugh and ends his career, and that playoff runs get started, and they make coming back from down 3-1 a hobby. They do it to Colorado. They do it to Vancouver. And, you know, then Anaheim says, you're done. And that was the one, I believe, on paper. The Wild were the better seed. Yep. But that was fun because it was like the state of hockey's return to prevalence. Yeah, Not prominence necessarily, but just being prevalent. People realize we existed. See, the the two that uh, in the sports we've talked about that, that kind of uh, impact me as well is the 92 Twins. Because the 92 Twins were good. 92 and 88 yeah. were better, arguably, than 87 and 91. Just didn't for make sure. the playoffs. Screw the Oakland Athletics. For that reason, I'm glad they're moving. Because yeah, both of those teams should have been great. Yeah, that 92 team was good. Yes. Really good. Yes. Um, and the uh, the 99 Vikings team. Jeff that, George. The Jeff George comeback. I knew you'd they, get that in there. They fell apart, really, to start with. And then George grabbed them by the short hairs, got them... So if you remember, they couldn't complete the long pass at the beginning. Right. Of, Randall of, Cunningham lost whatever he had he the year before. lost his fastball. And the one thing that Jeff George had was a fastball. Right. He couldn't. Moss he might put it get, in the ear hole. You couldn't drop it, though. Right. Moss didn't outrun Jeff George passes. And if you remember, that was the beginning of the greatest show on turf. Uh, and That's the team that beat us. Yeah. That's the team that beat us. But we shouldn't. There's no way at the middle of the season that we should have been in that game. And not only were we in that game, we had a shot. All right. Well, real quick, because Dave Hoops and I did do our written homework. Sorry. Let's just read our list. The ultimate guy who writes everything down doesn't have one. So I did 10, four honorable mentions, and then in honor of Hoopla 6, I had six. Uh, number seven was the North Stars in the finals. Number eight was the 87 Vikings. That's hard to put on there because that was a strike ruin season. Right. And then the playoffs, the Vikings came out of nowhere. Nobody's going to forget Anthony Carter in San Francisco. Dave Hoops probably could tell you a thing or two about that because the folks he was around were probably pretty upset. Uh, number nine was the Bomba Squad. Just because, oh, yes, shoot. Just because the Minnesota Twins were Joe Vavra style, spray it around the whole field, you know, four singles get you a run. 
and then all of a sudden this team goes deep 300 plus times. Who are these guys? It was fun. Abrupt ending, but it was fun. And then number 10 was what PA would call Philly Folly. The Case Keenum, Mike Zimmer season where I thought this team might win because their defense was fun. It has the Minneapolis miracle in there. It was fun. It ended abruptly, but they all do. And then six was the wild shutdown by Jaguar. Five was the Vikes in 09. Four was 98. Three was the Wolves in the finals. Two was the 91 Twins. One was the 87 Twins. Go ahead, Dave Hoops. Um, oh, thank you. I'm, so I have one honorable mention based okay. on that. And what I did is, um, so I'll start there. I'm, to number seven, I put the Gophers year because... They, the final four? Right, because we weren't supposed to count that. So I moved that to honorable mention, okay? And and so number six is the, you know, you can tell as a youngster, all I did was watch sports. 76 Vikings, Super Bowl, Madden, The Oakland Raiders. Raiders. That, that the was the Mud Bowl a, game? Yep, that was just awesome. Yeah, the Mud Bowl game is one of those that got me really invested Sadly, in Sadly, they got blown out, yet it's the most points they scored in the Super Bowl. I think they had 14 that day. Go ahead. Number five, 77 Twins. Number four, 2010, 29 Vikes. Number three, 91 uh, Twins. Number two, 87 Twins. Number one, the Stars. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I guess you got to expect that from the hockey guy whose last name is Hoops. But all of these lists of six in honor of Hoopla Six, we're going to talk a lot more about that. Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, Dave Hoops, we're all here. We got great sponsors of this show, too. We're going to pay a lot of homage to them and then really dedicate a segment to our greatest one today, Hoopla 6, Hoops Brewing. Stick around. We're the Northland Sports Page. We'll be right back. Back on the Northland Sports Page. A little six-pack to go. Hoopla 6. Happy Hoopla, everybody. Dave Hoops is with us. Dave Cook is with me as well. I'm Brian Prudhomme. Of course, we're not with you at all on any Saturday without a list of great sponsors. That list is considerably more than six. We're going to pay homage to all of them. Absolutely, and we're and we're positive about these sponsors this week. We're so excited. Arola Architecture Studio, OAR Holdings, Justin May at Messina & Associates, Krauss Heating and Cooling, your carrier, carrier, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer up here, Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, The Blackwoods Group, including their locations on London Road, Proctor Two Harbors, The Blackwater right downtown here, and Tavern on the Hill, Avenue 45, the Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B, Kohler Toyota, and Kohler Hyundai. And of course, Brian, I think you have one, and then we just ought to let Dave do the hoops brewing one. I was going to say, I do have one. Still our newest one, but now in, I believe, their third week. That's our friends at Comfort Systems. They are running a promotion in conjunction with joining the Northland Sports Page family. Sign up for a service appointment online for Comfort Systems. You can do that at ComfortSystemsDuluth.com. All you got to do is mention that you heard about it right here on the Northland Sports page. You will receive $20 off that appointment. So whether it's furnace cleaning, tis the season, hopefully it gets warmer and the furnace can take a break, but a good time to do the cleaning or anything with appliances, be it ovens, they do fireplace work, lots of great things from Comfort Systems. Just tell them, as I joke, Brian sent you, tell them the Northland Sports page told you either the two Daves will work as well and you'll get $20 off that appointment. And of course, two Daves, Dave Cook and Dave Hoops, who better to plug his own place than Mr. Dave Hoops for Hoops Brewing? Big day today. Where do you even begin to tell people what to check out? Because the fun begins in about 20 minutes. Yeah, we're going to cover it here and there. But, you know, as we're talking sponsors and, you know, you have a beautiful list. And I think I was number two on that you were. list. You were. Ryan Arola and Dave yeah. Hoops really got it, us going. And it's right here on my list. Yeah, I'm very proud of that. And, of course, Ryan is He's, he's a beauty. He's wonderful. Um, but I want to just shout out one of the uh, great sponsors who are good friends of mine, the Blackwoods Group. Yes. Um, there is a ridiculous list of giveaways today, which all you got to do is show up. It's just a raffle on the hour. And Blackwoods, of course, is in that list of giveaways that are we'll touch on during this conversation. 
Absolutely. Any time. Let's talk about a few of the of them now. I was going to say, go ahead yeah. and entice folks. It's very easy to get people to go to Hoops Brewing because there's just quality beer and a great atmosphere. The service, your team is second to none. But today is a special day. Go ahead and entice folks. What are the giveaways? What can people expect? Because I'm going to Hoopla because I've been to a lot of them and it's fun. If there are listeners out there that have never been, what's special about Hoopla 6 today? Well, if you show up early... Doors open at 11. Um, first 100 people get a... But keep um, your radio on until noon. Go ahead. Yeah, they get a free pint glass. And at that point, anybody that shows up should um, sign up for the raffle. Again, it's free. And then on the hour, we're giving away uh, really great prizes. We're talking a charter with the Happy Hookers on the lake. Yeah. We're talking an hour with John Schuster one-on-one, learning to curl. Um, I just talked to him about soccer. Yeah, there's, uh, you know... Uh, the Scenic Cafe, bent over backwards. They're going to have a lot of customers coming up there with wins. Yeah. Um, there's a good length, lengthy list. And then, of course, we're going right into all these uh, bar games. You know, Hooper, we can't say Hammerschlagen, not technically. It's, it's The FCC uh, allows it, though, because he just did. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not a swear word. Yes. But it, it's Hooperschlagen, which is pounding those nails in one big swipe and then we're doing the the greatest one is the feats of strength which oftentimes like you know a five foot two woman will win but it's holding a, a, the stein you hold it arms out the whole elbow locked yep full stein one liter i should wins. try it because my upper body is considerably better than my lower body but i can tell you right now i'm i'm not going to try it i will lift a few steins today but i won't I be holding with elbow you should, locked you should have like a celebrity one and and brian can be the celebrity it'd be great it's physics you guys but everybody go who yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen six six guys lose to you know diminutive people that just have the physics right, and yeah. it, it you can you're just shaking there because it weighs a lot. But we're doing that, and of course later in the day we have um, we have live music. We've got live art being produced, which um, oh, you know cool. on site um, um, they're they're doing the paintings, and then they're going to be uh, available. And of course we have Miss Chris Monroe. I was just going to say you got a Duluth East Hall of Famer doing some special stuff today too. Uh, she's a really good friend, and she exclusively does our Christmas artwork and our hoopla artwork every year. And she outdid herself this year. I highly recommend buying a print and or a T-shirt with her work on it. I plan to do that because radio is not a visual medium. But the first thing I told Dave Cook when we got out of the car, I said, "At least I wore." Hoops colors today. I've got green and black on, which I associate with hoops. But then Dave Hoops walks in with periwinkle and red, but he's got hoops apparel. And I don't have hoops apparel yet. That changes today. You guys, black and and green are the colors, the number 10. It's been like since I was little. A lot of people said, you know, you can't make black and green your colors. Well, we did. You said, watch me. Yeah. And so, and you see it out there. But what's really, really fun is that we have all these different, um, uh, segues into it. I haven't even talked about the five special beers. We'll save that. Well, you can go ahead and do it now because that was going to be my next question. Because in the first segment, as we're dedicating a lot of the show today to Hoopla 6, because again, the original plan was to do the show from Hoopla 6. Technology bit us a little bit. Phone lines bit us a little bit. Closed circuit again to Justin May. Buy or sell is going to be done right here in the studio because we simply can't call him and he can't call us. So again, the phone line bit us, but we wanted to talk on site about those special beers. I made you list your favorites. Now go ahead and list the ones available today. Well, our, our brewers are named uh, Bjorn and Casey, and they're about the best in the business and um, very good friends of mine. Very lucky to have them. So they came up with these, and these are really special today only. Um, we have Cherry Key Lime Hell, light okay. beer with, with cherries and key limes. We have your favorite Mexi lager. Yes. Um, with- so surprised at how good that was, but <laughs> but it's a hoops beer. Should I be surprised? No. Go ahead. Well, it, um, sea salt and lime mixed in. Okay. Um, and then um, we have a 
our pale ale, which I love with chili and cilantro and lime. And I got to tell you, the chili beers at Hoops, they don't skimp on the chili. It's got some bite. Well, it depends. I call them like, we never go over five on a scale of 10, but that's relative. Okay, then I've got that Minnesota palate where some people <laughs> think ketchup is spicy, that kind of thing. Exactly. Back at the brew house, I used to make one that was a nine and Oof. it was undrinkable to many. Yeah. Um, but, and then we have um, pineapple chili, which is, I, that that won a national gold medal. It's I don't like to boast about it, but it's amazing how much people like that. Um, it's just our, our chili beer with a whole ton of pineapples and you know added to it. It's really good. Um, and then for the Minnesotans, we've got the maple porter. Oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good too. So now, Mother day. Nature didn't necessarily cooperate today, but but that doesn't matter much. I know you've got the new outdoor seating area; have been in it, but sounded like in talking to Jen and Ingrid and you that there's a lot of fun going on inside today too. It it's true, and to you mentioned the outside. I'm really just super pleased about the fact that yeah, bad weather is bad weather, but good weather. The new outside is perfect. It's all about the sun and just looking at the boat and the and the lake and such. And so, so what? Bad weather? Come on inside. It's it's toasty in there and very very inviting. I like to say the three C's: casual, convivial, community based. Okay, there you go. Perfect. That's what we do. A lot of folks out there are googling convivial now, going, "What does that even mean?" Well, but go I ahead and convene on down at Hoops Brewing. It's hey. not cantilever. Right? No, it's not that. It's I'm trying to think of other C words that it could have been considering you're outside. I'm going to cut you off right there. But cool. cirrus clouds, cool, cool. Are they are they cumulus clouds? Sure. Isn't that a C word too? Yeah. All right. So we got Dave Cook just <laughs> talking, welcome. and I'm Dave helping. Hoops and I I'm talking helping. about Hoopla Six. Easy to remember the hours today. Again, we intended to kick it off at ten, but instead we brought Hoopla to us rather than going to Hoopla by having Dave Hoops in today. But it's easy to remember the hours of Hoopla Six today. Simply 11 to 11. So you can put in a good 12 hours or, you know, make sporadic appearances throughout 12 hours because I know I've done that in previous years. Gone in the afternoon, gone home, gone back at night. And we have a couple announcements towards the end that are, you know, uh, worldwide uh, uh, rollout announcements that I can tell you about that are new. Excellent. So do you want to keep folks in suspense to get them down there or are you wanting to do that here? Oh, we'll do it here. All right. Yeah. Canal Park. That's another C word. All right. I promise at some point Dave Cook will contribute to the show in a sports <laughs> method or two. Well, you guys are out of my sphere. I have to help. That is, that is true. This is a lot like when they asked me many years ago to be the analyst for Grandma's Marathon. And I thought, you want me to talk about running? This is just a bad joke. So now we've got Dave Cook attempting to talk I can about talk beer. about his apparel. His apparel is awesome. You did have an excellent question. You told me about it in the car. Again, so much of the show content takes place, whether it's the 12-minute car ride to the studio or two and a half hours to Target Field. You said, you know, it's been six years. We got to talk to Dave about the origin. Yeah, we haven't ever really had that conversation about how, uh, where the idea of the brew hall generated and, and the steps you took to get there. Well, that's a great, great question. And it makes me happy because, you know, because I'm, what am I, 65 or somewhere near there, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. No, but it, it is like 35 years of brewing. And so over the years, I was able to move to Minnesota. There were only four breweries in the state when I moved here from California after already having a good career there. So I had a, a perspective on things. Started working and made a bunch of beers at the brew hall, at the Fitker's Brew House that ended up being part of the growth of Minnesota brewing. Uh, Tim and Rod, the owners of the brew house, deserve a lot of credit back in the day when there weren't any breweries. But what happened is it exploded and um, everything was going really well. But I used to, for about a decade, I would go to Germany every year and brew in the summer because right. I wanted to learn to brew great lager beers. And I fell in love with the German beer hall. Uh, every single community, literally, in Germany has 
what I have there, except probably better. And I always had a dream. And then when it became time to maybe hang up my spurs, my boots, and maybe not brew anymore, all of a sudden that beautiful building in Canal Park, well, I'd always gone in there before and admired it. When it was Timber Lodge. Sure. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And I, it was, it's just a perfect, beautiful space. And then the idea was, let's try to put a warm community convivial yeah. <laughs> spot in here. And it was just, a, it kind of wrote itself because I was consulting for breweries back then, helping people open breweries. And that wasn't my most favorite thing, although it was useful to be helping I love that you guys are always growing and having innovative ideas, whether it's, you know, the different theme nights with trivia, with ping pong, with cribbage, with vinyl, all of that good stuff. The outdoor seating, the patio, you're always doing something new. Speed dating. So I don't, yeah, absolutely. The the first Wednesday of each month, the first Wednesday of July will be here before we know it. I think the Wednesday this time around will be July 5th. If you're uh, single out there, hashtag Aaron Cook and getting ready to take your way <laughs> down to Hoops Brewing. But I love that you're always doing new things. So I don't ever think you're the type that rests on his laurels. But at the same time, I want to ask, was there ever a moment that you thought, okay, we're not scrambling to see if we're going to make it. This brewery's arrived. Did you ever have a moment where we are kind of a pillar in the business community now? Um, I don't really think that way. I see myself as an ambassador to local brewing and I spend a lot of energy in the media and writing and promoting my peers and the other breweries around here because I, my name's already on the brewery. I don't right, know say much, right. but I, I'm here to support. And and I love um, the fact that a big name of hoops for people who visit this town, if you want to know all about hockey, go to hoops, huh? Yeah, go right. ahead. <laughs> right. And you know, but the, the real thing when you've done this so long, you know how Gadwell wrote, you know, was yeah. it 10,000 hours or something? Right. Well, I've got a plenty of hours. So I'm an expert quote unquote said no one. But I've, I've got a lot of experience, so it's easy to delve on that and, and grab it. And then people tend to just kind of ask me questions that I'm supposed to know. And I like to talk, so it's a win. You get Very there fair. sooner or later. That's, I know what that's like. That's why we brought him in here. He loves to talk. Dave Cook, you started the segment, and Dave Hoops applauded you that it was a great question about the origin of the brewery. Great questions are part of what you do for Dave Hoops. I'm assuming we have those today. We do have. But I didn't see if you wrote those down either. Uh, no, no. These I wrote down because okay. I want to make sure right. I ask them correctly. So you get satisfactory today. I'm, you lost your ability to get an excellent. Go ahead. I'm, no, I'm really good at confusing people when I ask questions, so I have no to write doubt. them down. I can attest to that. Yes, absolutely. Do we want to go sports or non-sports? I want you to go whatever direction you'd like to go. All right. So we're going to actually start with sports and finish with uh, beer, right? Okay. So I've heard this phrase a ton over the past month. We're talking about the NBA draft, the baseball draft, the hockey draft that are coming up. And these are the kids that are trying to make the next step. Uh, guys, is the most important skill for players who are good enough to be drafted, right? So this isn't this time it's not for the little kids. Is the greatest skill an athlete can have, quote unquote, compete? I'm going to let Dave Hoops go first because I always do, but I'll give my short answer of no and expand on it later. Go ahead. That's another C word, by the way, compete. I, I love this segment, and you do a heck of a job. Um, but no, I have to I agree completely with Brian. Um, compete is expected at this level. Um, great compete, anything else. We're going to go into IQ for the sport. You know That is really important. But what I really believe is that it, the drive, the work ethic, the want – the, the sacrifices many of these people make that aren't named Connor Bedard um, in order to get where they get, none of us can fathom that. And that's what I would say. And I think that's probably true. I went a little more surfacey with mine, I guess, because I just went with speed. Because I don't care if you're playing baseball, 
basketball, football, hockey, what have you, even football that has so many different positions. If you can be quick, even as an offensive lineman, the fact that you have speed is helpful. As somebody who's had cerebral palsy his entire life, I've struggled athletically because the number one thing, there's a litany of things I don't have, but number one with a bullet would be speed. I just think all of the things that we've talked about, grit, compete, IQ, that to me is not expected, but is a bonus and makes you a superstar. To make it among the natural gifts, speed better be there and probably be at the forefront. No, that's a good, that's a good answer too. It strikes me as, because you hear it all the time, but I think you're right. It strikes me as the cherry on top. Right. Because all these guys are skilled, right? They all have some modicum of speed. Right. Um, but the um, the level of compete, you get you get to Chuck, which is who's nuts. Uh, that's compete. That's that's overboard. That feels like a statement that needs to come with subtitles. What did he just say? Go but ahead. The uh, the um, but like uh, our guy, our center fourteen, his compete levels off. Erickson Eck. Yes, his. His uh, I just played password with Dave Cook. He said no, our guy you, and you gave the number I, and I did it. I remember things around. Right. I don't remember individuals. Um. So Eric, that's got to mean a lot to your family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> and they've actually mentioned that before. Eric Sinek, uh, his greatest skill is compete. Like he'll outcompete. He's not the he's not the greatest guy in the world. So, anyways, um. So the next one, um, we've talked about you and Dave and your belief in community and trying to be a good neighbor. Well, I want to flip. Very that. convivial. I want to flip that, guys. I want to know in your mind what makes a bad neighbor. What makes a poor neighbor? Do I have to have fence conversations, Dave? Hoops, go ahead. Oh uh, well, you know we. This is a family show, so let's just keep it there. But you know, a lack of concern for your fellow human would be my starting point. Um, as far as on a business level and. Unwillingness to uh, cooperate and or help out your your neighbor, literally, which we do all the time in Canal Park and in the brewery. At home, um, I live amongst a group of people. I hope they're listening. They're amazing neighbors, and we all always help each other out, either out. And um, it's it's pretty obvious. But a bad neighbor is is somebody who is you know permanently selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's very true. I'm going to go completely different because I don't have a lot of experience with. Bad neighbors, thankfully. Yeah, knock that's on a good wood. Thing. But I also don't necessarily think I have a lot of experience with fantastic neighbors either. I think too many times in my life, and I don't know if it's society today or not, that neighborly is not necessarily an adjective or since it ends in L Y an adverb that I would use for a lot of people. I think a lot of people that I've lived near or next to literally have just kind of gone about their business. So good or bad, yeah. I can't say. I haven't had enough of a relationship with neighbors. So I guess people would reach out more, would mean more to me. Let's develop a relationship because we live, you know, 50 feet or less apart. In my experience, people don't do that. Whether it's the people, whether it's the generation, whether it's society today. I've got a lot of people in my community, but I consider my community to be almost the entirety of Duluth and Hermantown Proctor, what have you. As far as my neighborhood and my neighbors, I can pick them out of a lineup and that's almost it. Yeah, see, and I think, I think, kind of the combo of what you both are saying, the one that gets me is indifference. Like it's tough to have a neighbor who doesn't care, right? I mean, it, they don't have to be awful, but they, they just don't care. That's hard. Right. All right. So I want to got get, one left or how many you got? I got two left, but let's, I want to do the next one. Just one. Um, all right. So again, I, I can't partake. Right. And so my question has always been this, cause I like to watch from afar flights at hoops. 
Guys, how do you put together a perfect flight for somebody? And I'm going to go right to Dave Hoops because this is his wheelhouse. And I'm also going to go right to Dave Hoops for this reason. Of all the things that I've done at Hoops Brewing, I've never had a flight. I know the beers I like, so give me that big stein and I'm on a roll. I've never said, even though I just listed six in the first segment that I like, I wish I could do that. Say, here, you know, make a flight of all the ones I just named that I yeah, like. But instead, I pick one and I do the big glass. So go ahead. You guys are going to laugh. Um, my leadership staff, Jen and Ingrid and everybody, really give me a hard time because I don't use or like the word flights. I, I like to joke that we're a democracy at our brewery meaning we offer these five ounce glasses and then you build whatever you want. There you as go. Opposed to, uh, he's a DIY guy. Yes. Most breweries have a, a length. You got your dark, you got your hoppy, you got all that stuff. Like we put together whatever it is you like. So if you come in and you're Brian, you have four fruit beers. Or if you come in and you're you, we you give have you six root beers. Beer. Exactly. Yeah. We got Here's six root beers. Yeah. <laughs> so what builds a great flight, so to speak, is whatever it is you like. See, I think Dave Hoops is just a community guy, and he knows that people sometimes dread air travel, so he doesn't want to use the word flight at all. Hoopla 6, we're off the runway. We're flying through the first hour. We're going to take a break. We're the Northland Sports Page. Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, Dave Hoops, we're all here. Stick around. We'll be right back. Back on the Northland Sports Page, Brian Prudhomme, Dave Cook, Dave Hoops, all in studio today. We know that Dave Cook's not a beer drinker. Dave Hoops and I are, so by that song from ZZ Top... That makes Dave the Hellraiser. Oh, but, my gosh, yes. But everybody at Target Field probably mistook you for a member of ZZ Top last weekend when we were there. We were, uh, yes, we were watching the uh, part on the screen where they come out and say With look-alikes. the celebrity lookalikes, yes. And we were all just kind of wondering, is this going to happen? Is he going to put Billy Gibbons And one of my ZZ buddies Top? said, there's got to be WWE guys that they can have for him. That's right. Jim the Anvil Nightheart. I could have done that, too. Hey, Brian, you know, we're brought to you by a number of really good sponsors. Yes. Um, and I think the one... One of them is sitting by us. Absolutely. And so let's start with that. Let's start with the fact that Dave Hoops has been with us almost since the beginning, right? And we've had a chance to watch him grow over the last six years as well. So Hoops Brewing, OAR Holdings, Justin May from Messina & Associates, Kraus Anderson, sorry, Kraus Heating and Cooling. I was working with Kraus Anderson right. the other day. So. Well, then pitch it in their ear. By a couple weeks from now, they could be on the list too. Yes, Kraus Heating and Cooling, your carrier carrier. They're the ones who carry a carrier HVAC right up here in our area. Advantage Screen Printing and uh, Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing. I should stop reading. Uh, Sammy's Pizza, the Blackwoods Group at London Road, Proctor Two Harbors, Blackwater, and Tavern on the Hill, Avenue 45, the Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B Resort, right down here on the lakefront, Brian. Imagine if you were gonna if you were gonna go to the concert last night. Yeah. Having a room at Pier B during a concert would be absolutely. Well, and there's all amazing. kinds of reasons coming up because simply it's summer and Duluth is so busy. Park Point Art Fair is this weekend. Yep. Even if you're not staying at Pier B itself, which I will always recommend, you know, I'm a native. I live in Lakeside. I didn't need to stay at Pier B the other night, but I love going to Silo's Restaurant. That was my dinner spot of choice. On Thursday, you cannot go wrong. Plethora of reasons to go to Pier B. Uh, Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai. You know, Aaron, Aaron was trying to build his Hyundai Santa Cruz the other day online. He's like, could I do this and save a little money? Right. I'm like, kid, when I grew up, if you built a car, a new car, and you tried to buy it that way, that meant you had more money than you needed. But apparently that's a great way to do it now. And I want to finish with Arola Architecture Studio, the original, the original advertiser, sponsor for our show. And so thank you, Ryan. Absolutely. Thank you to Arola Architecture Studio. That's why Dave Hoops always willingly calls himself the second sponsor. He knows that the very first one in the history of this show was the OG Arola Architecture Studio. So Ryan is technically the oldest, and I'll go to the newest, which again is Comfort Systems. They are running a special promotion in honor of joining our sponsorship family 
Simply sign up for a service appointment online and mention you heard it at the Northland Sports page and you will receive $20 off your service appointment. Again, it's all done online. All you got to do is visit www.comfortsystemsduluth.com. We're so happy to have them. We talked about they're so aptly named because everything that they do takes all the pressure and stress off of you and allows you to take comfort in the job they do at Comfort Systems. Duluth has some really quirky things. And I remember moving back to Duluth and thinking, all right, first of all, the pancake thing is weird because everybody goes. Now that I've been here long enough, been back long enough, I should say, um, I go, right? And Comfort Systems is one of those things. Like you guys have a company that you just call and they take care of stuff. Right. Like nobody else really has that. And uh, sure enough, if you're living in Duluth and you have any kind of HVAC or electronic component at all, Comfort Systems ought to be on your phone as a speed dial. Absolutely. Now, we're doing things a little bit different today. Again, our hope was to bring ourselves to Hoopla. I will do that later today anyway, but we got to do the show here first. Instead, we brought the master of Hoopla, Dave Hoops, here in studio with us. And we just get to talk basically for the entirety of the two hours today. One of those hours has gone by, so we're going to take a break here now to get caught back up that way. But I'm going to tease, as they call it in the business, the subject matter that will be ahead. We decided that we're going to do kind of our annual pilgrimage down this road because we've done it before. The Twins are the only of the big four men's teams in season. Obviously, the Lynx are playing, the Loons are playing. There's plenty of summer sports still going. But the Twins of the big four are the focus now with NBA and NHL having ended their playoff seasons not long ago and NFL still a couple months away. So we always kind of diagnose who's closest to a championship. And you can say the Twins because they got one to shoot for. But again, leading the American League Central is like winning a JV tournament right now. But we're going to talk about which one of those four teams we think is on the right path and closest to winning a title. So I'm going to tease the banter and debate. But just like I did with lists, I'm going to have you give your order and then we'll talk about it. Oh, my gosh. All right. So you want the order in which I think their chances of winning a Super Bowl or right. a playoff. Right. And whether you want to do 4 3 2 1 or 1 2 3 4 is up to you. 4 3 2 1. The Twins are fourth. Okay. Um, we've watched the garbage that they're throwing out there right now. If they got hot, sure, but they're, they're a hot mess. They Their kids haven't really produced. They are keeping old veterans that are in the way of their kids. It's, okay. Don't do um, the debate yet. Just give me right. the order. All right. Number, number three is a wild. Okay. Uh, number two is the Vikings, and I think the team closest to winning a championship is our Minnesota Timberwolves. Wow. Okay. But, you know, I say wow, and then the more I think about it, I'm not sure I disagree with that at all. Number four for me is the Vikings. I'm not going to do the reasons why yet because it will yep, ruin sorry. the next segment. Yep. Number four for me is the Vikings. Number three is the Twins. Uh, number two is the Wild. And I got the Wolves at number wow. one, too. And and I don't know why, because in the powers that be of the NBA, they're not on anybody's list outside of Minnesota. Maybe that's more of an indictment of how far away Correct. we really are as a professional sports state slash market. Hour one in the books. We'll be away for about a minute and change. We'll come back. We'll dive into it. Northland Sports Page. Stick around. We'll be right back.